Hello, everybody. I hope you're ready to seek some truth because we're talking about conspiracy theories in this episode of Beyond the Borderline with your host, Connor Cam, Phil, and Ryan. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode 19, I think. We're closing in on 20 episodes. So thank you guys for sticking with us so far. It's been a hoot. Um, So today, we're going to have a bit of a fun episode uh taking taking a bit of a break from serious topics and diving into some conspiracy theories so conspiracy theories you know they've gotten a bit of a bad rap over the past few years um and we're not necessarily endorsing any of these but they're fun to talk about you know they're fun to speculate about because you know there's some shady shit that happens and and it's fun to just guess sometimes that at what might be going on in the world. So we'll go over a range of theories and um, maybe some of the more famous ones, not necessarily credible, but famous ones or ones that we like and, uh, and yeah, just discuss them and see, uh, see what's what. So Connor, I'll let you kick it off there. Uh, I call it the grocery theory. Um, and essentially how it goes is until you've interacted with someone, they're not really a, they're not really a real person. What are you like? They're not, like NPC, I guess. You know, like mm-hmm. they're they're not really real until you interact with them. It's like when you think about it, like think about all the people, you know, that you've interacted with, and then think about like when you go outside, like you drive past your neighbors' houses or whatever, and you never really see anybody bringing groceries into their house, except for if you've interacted with that person before. If you've interacted with that person before, you might have seen them bring groceries into the house but if you've never once talked to them or interacted in any capacity then you chances are like you've never really seen them bring groceries into the house which is like <laughs> it's a really weird thing to think about but like when i when i first heard this i kind of thought back and i was like this is so true like you know i pass like when i drive you pass like hundreds of houses and how many of those times like mm-hmm. like the last 23 years of my life i've been driving past houses and i don't think i've ever seen anybody that i didn't know bring grocery see them bring groceries into the house that's like lars's house <laughs> i we never up. once has seen his windows open <laughs> or any signs or of blinds. life no signs of nothing life ever no light at all no it was definitely yeah that's just programmed into the simulation dude <laughs> yeah there just happens to be uh what do you call it uh what are those like fancy trailers Oh, like the uh, streamline or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the silver yeah, ones, where you would have like monster hunting equipment and shit. <laughs> just like we're just outing Lars to the world. Lars is a great oh, person. Lars, if you're listening to this, hope you're doing well, man. Um, but yeah, Connor, I heard I've heard of this before. It was kind of put to me in a slightly different way, where it was basically um, the thought experiment is like you don't you don't have any concrete proof that anyone actually exists until you interact with them. Um, well, even if you interact with them, you have to interact with them like physically, you know, you'd have to like cut them open to see if they bleed, which is fucked up. You know, it's, it's, it's a little morbid, but, but the point is like anyone walking down the street, like you don't actually know a hundred percent, you know, like beyond a shadow of a doubt that those people actually exist, you know? And they're not just part of a simulation. It could be like a bot or something. Like, yeah, something that's not like 
yeah not human that's just walking around because unless you're like omniscient and omnipresent and can see all things you know at all times to verify that everyone is actually a real person you don't really know you know it could just be incredible programming which is a terrifying thought and i don't i hope that's not true but which means to the people that that are listening that we could just be robots yeah feeding you guys <laughs> we could be the ai that we talked about last episode yeah exactly damn are we gonna take over the world boys i hope so no, I'm just that was my childhood dream which is like <laughs> i can't be trusted with power <laughs> uh, supreme supreme ruler cam yeah no 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 is um is that theory about uh like Connor, you called the grocery theory, but there's a phenomenon, I think, and I think this is somewhat based on the fact where um, a really young infant is only able to conceptualize what's happening right in front of them. And then as soon as you leave the corner, poof, gone, you don't exist. Like, is that kind of like, right, right. is that kind of like, I know it's a little more um, like sinister, your approach where like you are technically conscious in your realm but then everything else is kind of this kind of this made-up world i don't know mm-hmm. it's a good like yeah, analogy like how, how it's kind of like thought of i guess is like you know like this is just like the, the easiest thing to think of is like have you ever seen other people that you don't know bring groceries to the house it's like you know you don't really see other people that you don't interact with doing basic ta- like doing basic like life things that you do you know like mm-hmm. daily like everyday routine things yeah yeah although you do see people like jogging like exercising outside and stuff although they could just be yeah npcs yeah but where, like where are they jogging to like where are they just, you know? <laughs> i don't know <laughs> let me get on my drone and just stalk them down I, the I don't know if it's just me but i've seen an increasing amount of people walking their dog like tenfold. <laughs> really? Well, I, I, I don't understand funny. why. Probably because of COVID. It's COVID. COVID dogs, man. That's a real thing. Is like people got dogs in COVID. Yeah. And now these dogs are like permanently attached to these people. So when people have to go back into the office, what's going to happen <laughs> to these dogs? That's a whole other thing that we can talk about another these people time. Are, they're probably not going to have kids now either. They've got their fur babies. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, it's kind of like, uh, like when... Uh, <laughs> the birds are going south so to speak <laughs> yeah. are they charging <laughs> oh the gu- the the birds don't exist that's pure satire eh? the guys that invented that theory that birds are like government drones i think they're their pretty- point was th- their point was to be satirical about the fact that gen z like will believe anything mm-hmm. oh yeah that's so funny i saw i saw a video actually the other day that this guy's like Oh, they tried to, like, I think somewhere in L.A., like, a street in L.A. was shut down. They're like, they tried to shut down the, the birds don't exist protest. <laughs> well, we were and, then they, and then they went outside, like, the, they went outside, like, the CNN building in L.A. And they're like, well, we went right to the front lines. We're in front of CNN. We're, like, we're here to protest what really matters. Oh birds my don't God. exist. Birds aren't real. How is that it's the so hill? Funny. Why is that the hill that you die on? Like, <laughs> Of all the causes you could choose to fight for, you know, Dude, these guys like do it so jokingly, but I feel like some people might actually believe some people, them. They're just, oh, yeah, they're just they're making like a mockery of this, and it's so funny. But funny thing is, everyone there probably has cell phones and is like using social media. It's like, dude, the government doesn't need a bird drone to spy on you. Like, 
they're doing it right now they're anyway everything they need, yeah okay i want to go into i had a couple conspiracy theories these are actually like lesser known i guess um but they're some of my favorites um the main one being what i don't know there's not like an official name for it but i call it the titanic switch theory um i don't know if i've explained i might have explained this to you phil before um but basically the theory goes that the titanic so background i used to be obsessed with the titanic for some apparent reason you know like biggest ship ever at the time right like you're a kid and you're like shit that's awesome um so yeah, one I, does. yeah as one does so i was obsessed with the titanic so and then when I was, you know, 15, 16, I became obsessed with conspiracy theories. So, you know, these two interests just naturally overlapped. Um, so anyway, the theory is basically that the Titanic sinking was uh, was planned and it was mass. It was basically a massive like insurance fraud scam. So basically it goes that like the Titanic had a, a sister ship, like a twin ship called the Olympic both you know built and owned by the same company um but the, the titanic was bigger there were some there were some differences you know between the the design and, and general layout of the two ships but they were said to be sister ships um i think weren't, was they, almost identical, weren't they almost identical like on the outside though it's just what like yeah the titanic was bigger and had like an extra stack but other than that they looked like identical yeah, but they had the same amount of smokestacks. They just had different numbers of certain things, which comes into the conspiracy later. But basically, um, um, basically, the theory goes that, so the Olympic uh, was sailing in 1911. The Titanic launched in 1912, but the Olympic was sailing in 1911 and it collided with another ship, uh, a British military ship, and suffered like pretty substantial damage. Um and White Star Line, the company that owns Titanic and Olympic, were found to be liable for the collision. And so they were going to have to pay for the, the damages for both ships and the legal fees associated, blah, blah, blah. Um, so they were out a, a shitload of money. Um, so basically, the Olympic was, in a very brief period of time, starting to look like a real, like, what's the opposite of a cash cow? You know, like, just dragging them down, like, not worth... Not Just worth the money. Around. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so basically, um, the Titanic was finished at around the same time as this whole thing is happening, right? Early April, or early 1912. Um, and there was this period of time where the Olympic and the Titanic allegedly were both in like dry docks together because they had to like switch the propellers from one to the other. Cause one of the propellers got damaged on the Olympic as well. Um, but basically the theory is um, the Titanic never actually left. Um, was it Southampton? Never left England. Um, and they really sent out the Olympic instead. And when they were both in the dry docks together, they just switched the names on the ships essentially and switched the propellers allegedly because one broke but really because they had like the serial numbers or whatever anyway and then sent out the olympic on the quote-unquote titanic's maiden voyage uh and then deliberately crashed it into an iceberg and sank it um to get the insurance claim on that so that they could pay back their fees for the olympic being damaged basically like do you get what i'm saying 
Damn. Yeah, like it which makes, is it makes sense. And it's not very hard. Like the ships at the time, especially, it's not that hard to to paint over the name like the Titanic and switch it like to switch it from the Titanic to the Olympic and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Now, like so I'm not makes, saying it's true. I'm not saying it's true, but I used to be fascinated with this theory because I was I've like, and it's not like it's not that far fetched, especially at the time. Like it's re- it'd be really hard to prove it at the time as well. Like there's not a lot of. Uh, evidence like what you have today Mm -hmm. um yeah and i feel like a lot of the evidence is lost as well yeah and it's not necessarily like that they plan for all those people to die like maybe shit just went wrong you know and like they they had planned for a ship to like be around to rescue it but they didn't it didn't actually like work like there there was a ship near the titanic right when it was going down the californian or whatever i think it was called and they were sending off the flares to like try to say, "Hey, we're sinking," um, but they thought it was fireworks, so they're like, "Ha ha, yeah, fuck you, bud." Um, <laughs> so people are like, "Oh, it could have been um, that. Could have been the ship meant to like save them, but they just didn't realize they were calling for help or whatever." Anyway, it's there's not um, there's not a ton of evidence for it, but it's it's definitely possible, you know. Like insurance fraud happens all the time, right? And and after the sinking of the Titanic, um, White Star Line, like the company that owned it, received a um, million euros of insurance money. And so in 1912, did, so that's 89 million euros today. Didn't uh, they also or, sorry, take pounds. out one of the biggest, Didn't they also like uh, like like take out one of the biggest insurance, uh, not claims, but like yeah, didn't they like purchase like the the most expensive insurance they could on the boat? right before it, it set off as well which i mean yeah, i'm not sure about sense. that like you want to protect you want to protect your assets but mm-hmm. if you're like it's like if people are saying like oh maybe they already they already knew it was gonna sink mm-hmm. that like it kind of looks a little bit sus but not makes sense but you're saying something else about like uh the numbers of things yeah to create on the titanic to the olympic do you want to go into a little bit more depth about that as well yeah so it's all laid out on this reddit thread where the theory basically was crafted but the guy super cool. what's that i said because reddit is always right <laughs> <laughs> well no i'm remember we're not endorsing any of these theories they're just yeah, cool. yeah. um but no as evidence he 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 shows a bunch of photos um and so he's basically saying okay these this is the evidence so um so the Titanic, so basically he points to photos of the Olympic and the Titanic in dry docks and says like, okay, look at the porthole design on the back or on the sides and shit and be like, okay, look here on the Titanic there, um, there's five portholes and they're evenly spaced apart on the hull of the ship. And then here on the Olympic, um, they're clustered two of them close together. And then the three others are set apart. So it's like, things like that where it's like there are a couple notable differences if you really like look at the designs between the two ships um and then he shows a picture of the olympic in harbor after the sinking of the titanic and and the porthole design seems to match what the titanic was so he says look this is proof that this is taken after april 1912 the porthole design is the exact same as the Titanic picture taken before it allegedly sank. 
um, which means that they actually did send out the Olympic, uh, you know. So anyway, just shit like that. But basically, the main premise is they were out a fuck ton of money. They had two ships, basically identical. One was fucking half wrecked, and the other one was brand spanking new. And then one of them spawned the brand spanking new one, allegedly, on its maiden voyage, hit an iceberg and sank. But the theory is, no, no, no. To get our money back and to keep our brand spanking new ship, we just swapped the names, sent it out, and boom, there you go. Yeah, usually, like, usually two big accidents like that is enough to make a company. Yeah, it would have been pretty like, bad for them. All apart, but yeah, no, I, I understand that. Um, I guess two two sides of the coin here is like one of them you can like you can kind of change how things are perceived by the camera angles as well. Yeah, definitely. So maybe those maybe those port holes were different. And then what's the yeah, the other thing was like there's like someone's gotta measure them and say, like, yeah, this is how long the Olympian yeah. is how long. And it's like, just hard because the Titanic is so far underwater and so broken and there's so much shit growth like growth that's yeah. on it now and it's it's so hard to like investigate it you know before before it sank too i'm sure nobody was really thinking like oh let's make sure that this one's actually the titanic and not the olympian you know like people probably didn't really think about that at the time mm-hmm. oh okay so we can transition away from this because um yeah i just wanted <laughs> to outline it because it's i thought it was interesting you know like i'm obsessed with the titanic sorry but Anyway, before we leave the Titanic topic, in related to it, there's this, um, it's kind of creepy. So the Titanic sank in 1912, right? Oh, yes, the book. Yeah, the book. The book. So this motherfucker, the book. this dude in uh, 1898, I believe, wrote a book called, what is it called? Was it um, the Titanica? No. Oh, the wreck the of Titan. the Titan. So the book's called The Wreck of the Titan or Futility. And it basically tells the story of a mega ship, the biggest ship ever built by, man called, by mankind called the Titan. <laughs> Pretty damn close to Titanic. And it sets off for its maiden voyage uh, from England, crossing the Atlantic, and then off the coast of Newfoundland, hits an iceberg, and everyone on board dies. Um, and That's yeah. Great. Yeah, and even the speed of the ships was, like, off by, like, two knots or something like that, which I don't know if there was, like, a generic ship speed that people did, but anyway, it's creepy. That's a level future prediction, man. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, like, some Simpsons-level prediction. Yeah, let me me find... um, Oh, yeah, struck an an iceberg on its starboard side while moving at 25 knots, 400 nautical miles from Newfoundland. And due to an insufficient amount of lifeboats, most people died. So it's literally the exact story of the Titanic, but in a book 14 years before it happened. And the ship's called the Titan. <laughs> like, yeah, that's pretty crazy. crazy. Yeah, that's a little sus. That's a little sus. Like, yeah, describe, he described it as unsinkable and among the greatest works of men. Like, that's literally the Titanic was the unsinkable ship um what other similarities the length of the titan was 800 feet the titanic was 882 uh the titanic and the titan both had a 3,000 person capacity the titan held 2,500 people the titanic held 2,200 
Both ships were British owned. Both ships hit their starboard bow around midnight. Both sank in the North Atlantic Ocean at 400 miles from Newfoundland. Both had a lack of lifeboats. Both had triple screw propellers. Anyway, yeah, it's 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 creepy. Wild. <laughs> but anyway, enough about the Titanic. Anyone want to bring up another one? Connor, a know. certain a certain presidential figure, perhaps. Sorry about that. I was gonna call it. So what'd you say? <laughs> I was like, no, I was just saying if we want to bring up another one. I know we wanted to maybe talk about JFK, so. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that, yeah. So this is another theory that I I kind of find interesting. I don't know if I agree with it, but it's definitely a little fishy. It was just that, like, uh, JFK was assassinated by the CIA. Um, I don't don't know if he was assassinated by the CIA necessarily, but he was definitely – uh, it was definitely high, like super high, powerful people that wanted him dead. Um, I think a lot of people can agree that he was one of the most like honest and you know progressive leaders that the United States has had. He didn't really care for for hide for hiding stuff. He kind of sh- shot from the hip, told things as they were, and truly wanted to help everyone out. That's why he was so popular. But then at the end of the day, those powerful people were like. You know, the, the people are giving all the power to him because he's honest. Right. And, and then, yeah, they, they silenced him. I, and again, I don't know if I don't know if I if I agree that it was a CIA or just mm-hmm. powerful, but people, powerful but... interest. Yeah. Well, the, I, I guess the most suspicious thing is the fact that the gunman. What was it? Lee Harvey? No, Lee Harvey Oswald. Was that Abraham Lincoln's assassin? Or, no, it was Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. John Wilkes Booth was Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald. Because he was killed, what, two days later or three days later? In custody? Yeah. Like, that is pretty sketchy. That's like, that was the 1960s version of Epstein. Their only lead. Weren't the classified documents surrounding that whole incident released recently, or aren't they planning? No, they're still... No, they're they're not. They're still sealed because they have some resemblance to what's currently happening now in the geopolitical realm which is sketchy which is sketchy yeah like, what well, do you mean We're well, in a totally there's a couple culture. of theories like um about the reasoning why like one being the whole bay of pigs debacle with cuba um that it may have gone against the interests of like the quote-unquote deep state um you know or or i don't know there's not really much evidence just the fact that john f kennedy was like like you said, like a, a new kind of, of president in a way. Um, I guess there was one thing. One, one of the more deeper theories on Kennedy's assassination was that he signed an executive order uh, like very shortly before he was killed. I forget what it's called. Well, I think it's executive order 11110 if you Google that. Um, but anyway, it was something to do with... Um, taking the power of like taking some power away from the federal reserve in relation to like monetizing silver or something. Um, and then people are like, Oh, that's, it was the federal reserve trying to kill him, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I mean, in reality, it may have just been someone who was pissed or I don't know what the, 
like I what's think, the public I, story like it was a communist I was, um, also i thought he was also trying to like a lot of the stuff that the government keeps classified from the people he was trying to declassify and make it so like everything was going to be public record yeah i don't know how much of that's true though because like yeah. his his presidency has become such a myth you know like he's become such a mythical figure because he died so young and you know he was a attractive and he was popular and you know he was the only president to be assassinated since lincoln and you know so myths get built up around figures like that and which is why people often yeah, rank him as one of the best presidents even though he only served for three years right um, so i don't know there's a lot of there's a lot of shit around him um but it certainly is odd and also like if you're the security detail like why are you riding around in an open top <laughs> convertible with the president of the United States? Like, and how did you not clear those buildings? I mean, how did he yeah. get, how did Lee Harvey Oswald get up there with a gun? Like if, if there is no conspiracies involved, then that's just a catastrophic failure of the secret service to protect the president. I, I mean, truly catastrophic. And, and it hasn't happened since we like, I mean, I guess it set a precedent, but yeah. wasn't there like a uh, like a secondary conspiracy about that like weird babushka lady? Oh, the babushka lady <laughs> <laughs> on the grassy knoll, yeah, yeah. I think just Umbrella some, Academy like, kind of goes into that. Yeah, just some lady, some, like just randomly appearing in all of the photos. <laughs> yeah, with like the did she have like an umbrella or something? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Am I thinking of? Or she, yeah, but she she looked like a babushka, like a, the Russian, like a Russian, like a grandma. Russian grandma. Yeah. What she's just in all the she's just in all the pictures. Just yeah, changes. just standing on this like grassy like hill, like nobody around her or something. Like I'm, I'm gonna Google it right now. I want to see if let's see babush. How do you spell babushka? B a b u s h k a h. I think babushka. Babushka lady JFK. <laughs> yeah right. she's, why, don't we, why don't we step into filler i don't want you guys shoot one out apparently the fbi were searching for her but could never find her she's probably a time oh. traveler <laughs> <laughs> that's the most plausible theory um yeah. <laughs> i just wanted to go a little bit and then um ryan can take it away toward the end of the episode um obviously we all know that epstein is just a crazy uh, person. Already. Um, now <laughs> we already know that he had some criminal enterprise at his private island. I forget where. Um, yeah. but I want to talk about more so kind of like behind the scenes and what he was planning to do um on that island. And I think, or what people speculate, is that he has somehow created this intricate web of blackmailing the elite right and like some people think it's like israeli intelligence that's like setting it up or something because like he had, oh you mean like he's like he's like a he had ties double agent Mossad or whatever yeah yeah that was trying to lure the 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 elite, the elite i think so oh like a trap okay yeah. i never heard that at all that's an interesting mm-hmm. take I mean, it's more like I don't, know. I don't depraved, much to say. Uh, yeah, he's probably just a depraved. Well, I, I also heard <laughs> that Jeffrey Epstein's genitalia 
is being housed on that island in like a cryogenic tube. But why? Why would that? True? That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. <laughs> like conspiracies aside, we all know that he was up to some crazy shit, and even even um, oh, that's fucked up. Oh, brother. people like to rave about. Uh, I like to rave about um, Bill Gates, like. But he took a few too many trips there, and that's why yeah. his wife's no longer with him. And Bill Clinton. It's strange that, um, well, just, I mean, look, it became the biggest meme on earth, but obviously his death is really, really weird. Like, convenient. I mean, how can you, how can you let someone do that? Hang themselves? Like, wasn't he supposed to be in, in you know, in. He was on suicide watch. Right, exactly. And then, oh, the, and the video footage is gone. The camera's malfunctioned. It's like, and dude, look, it's believable, see, but it's barely believable. Did you see it's his cellmate? Highly, but he was like seven feet, impossible. 400 pounds. Yeah, like, yeah. What are you talking about? It's highly implausible. It's like, oh, the guards fell asleep. Like, what? <laughs> oh, the camera suddenly stopped working. Yeah, this Get is like the most high-profile prisoner in the United States, and he manages to kill himself with no record, no Get footage, nothing. There's so many. Yo, here's the other thing. There's so many movies before this happened about similar situations where they cut the cameras off and they mm-hmm. they like fake they fake someone's suicide. This exact way, like yeah, yeah. Although then you could you could also say though that like that like pop culture um kind of image that we have in our minds like affects the way we think about it you know like we think it's more like movie-ish than it really seems you know like we think life is more like cool than it actually is but how but like how improbable is it yeah no i know yeah i know like like i understand yeah maybe we're like pumping it up but at the same time like it just to me that just doesn't make sense like the the chances of that happening are so Mm so low that yeah like if i was guarding him this extremely high profile prisoner who could take down like a whole ring of elite sex offenders you know and he's on suicide watch i would if i cared if i had any pride in my job at all i would make damn sure that i was watching what this guy was doing and that the cameras in my freaking prison worked you know <laughs> like yeah but here's the other thing had if, it's, backups. If, it's super, yeah. it's, if it's all these super elites like if it's not just one other super leader, it's like a whole ring of them, as you say. Like, think about the money and the influence that these people have over other people. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the claim, right? Yeah, that's the whole thing. But yeah, anyways, yes. we'll let Ryan go on about the last one here before we end the episode. I'll I'll get through uh, kind of quick here because we're almost out of time. Um, so um, Cam actually kind of pointed me towards this, and I started doing a bit of research on it. <laughs> there are a lot of conspiracy theories that surround the Denver International Airport, like the Denver, Colorado Airport. There's quite a few, so I think I'll just go through the, the, the four main ones that I, I think are kind of cool. Firstly, I've been to Colorado quite a few times because I, I, I used to go skiing a lot in Colorado, so I've been to the airport. But it wasn't until now, you know, looking back on, 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 the, on the stuff that I've researched, that I'm like, oh, yeah, I did see that. And, oh, yeah, that was there. So the first main, like, conspiracy theory is about the, call, uh, the, the Denver airport is there's this big blue horse statue, right? This horse statue is about 35 feet tall, and it has these glowing red demonic-looking eyes. <laughs> and it is said that this horse is an omen of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, yeah 
from Revelation. And you're able to get to this theory if, if I'm think if I'm remembering this correctly, is the person who designed and created that Horus had some sort of ties to Saint Satanism. But it was it, it was recently debunked saying that no, the reason that he he made the horse's eyes red was because it was an homage to his father, and his father was big into like neon light signs. It's kind of a weak explanation, but <laughs> yeah, that that's apparently the going explanation for that. It's weird, like it's not a piece of art that I would like put at an airport. Like it's very yeah, odd. It's but what about like what about the Denver Broncos? Right, really weird. Den- yeah, the Broncos. Blue and red, or blue and orange are their colors. So maybe the eyes are supposed to be more orange than red. Yeah, yeah, they're demonic. Maybe 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 it was intended that way. Maybe it's meant to be orange, but then the color just came off. I don't know. I've never been there, so I can't. I can't speak to it. But so the next big kind of conspiracy surrounding the airport is a lot of the murals and designs that are inside the airport. A lot of the murals inside depict nazi-like figures oppressing different minorities and there's like a lot of them in the airport so it really lends to the the idea that um the 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 airport was made and is run by a bunch of anti-semite neo-nazi underground crazy people for lack of a better word and what supports this conspiracy theory more is the way that the 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 track for the the planes the way that it's laid the out, runways the runways the way that they're laid out if you look at them from a bird's eye view they're laid out in uh, in the form of a swastika so a lot of people seem to <laughs> as there's so many nazi depictions in the airport that it's that it's like a it's like a nest egg for anti-semites well isn't isn't the theory that like underground like it's like a headquarters for like uh for so, like yeah, that Nazi like Illuminati. There's a series of tunnels underneath the airport that go for miles and are long because the, the, the entire airport is like 52 square miles, right? It's the biggest airport in it that the, 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 the United States has. And there's a series of these tunnels underground that, that have been tunneled out, and there's these weird ancient carvings and swastika symbols and uh, <laughs> uh and there, 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 there's a bunch of you know, conspiracy theories that go around that it's a bunch of reptilian lizard anti-Semite aliens. <laughs> they they just checked all the boxes there. No, it's really fucked because I've seen some of the, the some of the pictures down in the tunnels and some of the symbols. Yeah, definitely. There's some people that have obviously managed to get their get down there and spray paint more symbols to to, to inspire more fear. But some of the stuff that's been carved in there and like actually like chiseled into the walls. It's it's pretty creepy if you if you go look at it like you can find it on Google like it's they're, they're really terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fucked up. Welcome welcome to Denver. You might, yeah, you make a caption. I used to go to Denver all the time and I never really gave it any thought looking at those murals and stuff like that. But now that I've done the research, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, that shit is all there. Why is that there? It is strange. It is strange for sure. It like not necessarily nefarious, but but weird yeah mm-hmm. like the horse it's like just google um denver airport horse and look at the photos and it's just creepy like it's well, it's just it gets- distasteful like conspiracies aside like what what is it doing there <laughs> it into the whole idea of maybe it's being controlled by the freemasons and stuff like that but that's yeah. where the, that's where a lot of the evidence starts to get thin 
Yeah. Well, I think, well, so we have about a minute and a half left. So we'll probably pick it up with that, actually. Freemasons, uh, New World Order, Illuminati, you know, the, the generic uh, one world government type conspiracies. Again, we're not supporting any of these necessarily, but it's fun to talk about them once in a while, you know, just to get get the juices flowing. And everyone likes a good story once in a while, a good tall tale. So, uh, yeah, I think we'll go into that next episode. And, uh, yeah. There you go. All right, everyone. Make sure to follow us on socials. Like, comment, share, listen up next week. I guess Friday, sorry, we got another episode coming out. Remember to take care, brush your hair, 